Welcome to Raising Christian Kids. Your host, Leanne Mancini, is extremely passionate that children build a strong, foundational relationship with Jesus before the age of 10. Children need head and heart knowledge in order to stand strong against the world's ever-increasing rejection of Christianity. You will be equipped with methods and techniques to help to solidify a relationship between your child and Jesus. So let's dig deep and help the next generation to love Jesus with all their heart, soul, and mind. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. We're already at episode 22 and I'm so excited to bring you more wonderful information that hopefully will equip you and empower you to raise your child to have a strong foundation in Jesus. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about media. I know that the children have been home. They've uh, not been to school like they usually are. At least some of you are homeschooling and some of you are not sending your kids to the classroom. And so they have a lot of access to media during this time, even more so than they usually do. So how much screen time does your family have each week as a family? In a 2019 Forbes magazine article, it stated that an average person spent 12 hours a day in front of some kind of screen. That's an average, but that's a long time, 12 hours. There's an organization called WeStartNow.org, and that's We, W-E, StartNow.org. And this is on their website. It says, our start training programs equip parents as mentors and guides so their kids can grow up happy and healthy in a digital world. These events, which have been featured on NPR, the New York Times and Diane Sawyer bring communities together to go through a custom curriculum, have honest conversations, and create a plan for their family screen use. Parents walk away with an awareness of healthy screen habits, increased confidence in how to talk about it with their kids, and a greater sense of alignment with others in their community. Now, We Start Now organization is not a Christian-based organization, but the people behind it are a lot of Christians. And the reason why they're not really bringing Christ into all of this is because they want to reach the general public for all children to help them, you know, navigate the media in a safe way. After all, we all live together in this world. And so it's better that all children learn how to be better in the world. Uh, So they suggest that parents set an example. And of course, we know that more is caught than taught. How about do a digital detox? Do you find yourself always looking at your phone? Okay, I know I do. At the stoplight, I'm looking at the phone in the grocery line, grocery store, waiting in doctor's office, wherever I am, even sitting on a couch if I'm watching a show and there's commercial. I don't like the commercials, so I pick up my phone and I look at it. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. I'll be looking at Instagram, Facebook, you know, whatever it is, just to see what's going on. Or do you have a phone that gives you the notifications? I purposely don't have my phone giving me notifications on Facebook and Instagram because I have enough with all the other stuff I have to do. But anyway, even though I don't have a little one, you know, watching every move I make, my daughter is an adult, but she watches me. She sees me on her phone and I'm telling her, look, you're on your phone too much. You don't need to be on your phone that much. And so I don't realize it, but she'll look at me and she'll say, mom, you're on your phone a lot. So a digital detox may be something you and your family need to look into. And how many apps do you have on your phone? Too many? Weed out the ones you really don't need. There is an app that allows you to know how much screen time, though, that you spend on your phone. You may want that app. It tells you how much screen time you're spending. 
And Bark, B-A-R-K dot U-S, is a screen time monitor for all social media apps and websites. Apple, I have an Apple phone. Apple's screen time feature is under your settings, and it tells you how much time you spent on your phone that day. Also, quality time app for Android. It also gauges how much time you're on your phone. And studies indicate that the average person looks at their smartphone 80 to 100 times a day. That's a lot. 80 to 100 times. So you need to start with yourself before you can address any of these issues with your child. Make sure that you are not on the screen, you know, excessively as well. And children under two should not have any screen time, or at least, the very least, be extremely restricted from screen time. Let them watch my See Kids episodes on Saturday mornings, because that's just, you know, 15 minutes if you watch one episode of good godly content. So if you're going to let your little one sit for a few moments while you have a cup of tea or whatever it is, make sure it's something that's feeding into their soul. You know, studies indicate the more screen time children have, the longer their speech is delayed. Another important issue is the artificial blue light from screens. You may know about this and maybe you don't, but it causes damages to our eyes and to our children's eyes. And there are glasses you can buy to help reduce the harmful effects. A study from the Journal of the American Medical Association found that nearly 40% of six-year-olds, that's 40% of six-year-old children who did not spend extra time outside, developed myopia. Myopia is nearsightedness. So reducing screen time and increasing outside playtime is beneficial mentally and physically. Here are some tips to use screen time wisely. Take an interest in what your children are interested in and help them find the material that will educate and promote the biblical principles. For example, if they're interested in the ocean, Answers in Genesis has excellent resources. And there are other wonderful Christian websites that can assist in researching particular topics of interest. And research with your children. Help them learn how to navigate the web safely. Explain even to your little children that you're navigating with. Tell them there are websites that are bad and they're not fit for children or adults. Beware of websites directed towards children that promote atheism, such as kidswithoutgod.com. Kidswithoutgod.com. This website promotes Darwinism and it uses a dog called Darwin. And he only believes in the things he can see and hear in the real world. Schedule family or media nights. So screen time experiences in addition to bonding with your family. More importantly, engage in activities that are face-to-face. You know, they say that children learn how to trust more if they have engagement face-to-face, three-dimensional humans. Because if they're always on the screen, they can't learn how to trust people by always watching things on the screen. Discuss any bad content they may come across. You don't want them to be accustomed or think it's, it's normal, whatever they're seeing, towards immoral or evil things. And the news can be very frightening to a child. Young children should not watch the news on television. You know, lately I hear a lot of adults saying that they don't even watch the news. So make sure your television is equipped with a device that can block certain channels. As your child gets older and has access to free apps, make sure to check their phone often. If you find your teenager has an obscene app, immediately have a discussion and ask them how they learned about the app. 
and why they think it's appropriate. Because you want to know what was the source of this app? Could it be a friend that they're hanging with? Maybe that's a friend that you need to find out more about how their values are, how they're being raised at home. Discipline accordingly by removing the app and restricting their phone use. There's a term called metacognition, and it's used to describe the difference between what your children are feeling versus what the character is feeling, what they're watching. And it allows your child to understand and analyze and control the cognitive process, especially when they're learning. So if you're watching a movie, you know, it's a beneficial way to assess if what they're viewing is beneficial or harmful to them. Because even if a movie or a television show or a game is rated PG, there may be something that could disturb your child. For example, perhaps they're very sensitive to rough play or conflict of any kind. So explaining what the character is feeling, in contrast to what your child is feeling, may help them to understand concepts differently. And it may ease any fear, attention, or misunderstanding. Young children are literal. So ask questions such as, do you know what that means? Do you understand what happened? How does it make you feel? Asking open-ended questions helps to build a dialogue between you and your child as to what's going on, whatever they're viewing, and how it's making them feel, and if they understand actually what is happening. Media use should be balanced with reading, playing, chores, and quality fun time. Media use should be balanced with reading, playing, chores, and quality family time. Many children are addicted to video gaming. We have to be careful. It is well known that most of those games are violent in nature. My son was addicted to video gaming. I mean, he was really addicted to it. My husband and I thought when he was a teenager, you know, we were fine that he didn't want to go out with the other kids, you know, that were possibly going to parties and we didn't want him to be involved in any of that. And he'd rather stay home and play his video game. And we thought, well, he's safe. He's in his room. We know where he is. But, you know, these video games can be violent in nature. And many of the mass shootings in schools can be tied to these video games. And again, when children are searching for information on the computer, they should use Kittle Co, K-I-D-D-L-E dot C-O. I know I've said this before in a previous podcast episode, but I want to say it again. It's a safe visual search engine for children. So if you search the word smoking, it says, oops, try again. You can also install an internet filter called cleanbrowsing.org. And of course, we'll have all this in the show notes. Cleanbrowsing.org that will restrict access to adult content, gaming, and social media. And again, Bark.us, they monitor 30 plus some popular apps and social media platforms, including text messaging and email for signs of digital dangers. And they offer screen time management and web filtering tools to help you set healthy limits around how your kids use their devices and when they use their devices. Giving in to your child's desire to play video games or watch media when you know it's excessive or becomes a form of free babysitting, that feeds into their natural predisposition towards narcissism because kids are very self-centered. And narcissistic tendencies, if they're left unchecked, they become an evil emotional tool that can start in childhood and continue into adulthood. My son also had narcissistic tendencies. Now he is getting better. He is growing out of that. But between his narcissistic tendencies and his video games, we had a rough time there for a while. Thank God, many, many prayers later, 
the Lord is changing him and he is just, he's blossoming to a fine young man. So, you know, don't let your child talk you into just a few more minutes because that can lead into disobedience in other areas. Remember, your first command needs to be a command. If they don't answer you or respect you or fully obey to the command, what you're giving them is not a command. It's just a suggestion. And that can lead towards a lot of other disciplinary issues down the road. You as the parent really need to be the compass, the guiding light for your child in the right direction they need to take to be responsible in this digital driven world. There will always be a new form of media to police. Sometimes I also have to remind myself to get off Facebook and to get my face into a book. The most popular social media platforms at this time are, you know, the Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok, and Instagram. And those can be useful tools if navigated properly. Media, like any type of communication, is a tool, and it's how you use that tool that determines the outcome. Media devices can isolate us from other people. But if we use them in a positive way, they can bring us together. The trick is to understand the media and have mastery over the media consumption and not let it have mastery over us. In this media-driven era, it's wise that a parent learns how to use these effective tools to communicate biblical content in a way that the children can find desirable and enjoyable. Remember, we're to take every thought captive for Christ. There are two organizations that are doing a wonderful job fighting against the indecency in the media, and I hope you will support them. The first two are OneMillionMoms.com. That's a Christian organization. And CounterCultureMom.com, another Christian organization. They are fighting the horrible indecency that's in the media today. And then there's a secular organization that is also helping to fight against indecency in the media, and that's commonsensemedia.org. When children are exposed to the atrocious media in any form, they may feel it is their fault and may be afraid to speak with you in fear of retribution. So make sure to have an open, judgment-free conversation about what they viewed. Reassure them that you love them and that they are more important to you than anything in the whole wide world. And now we have a lot of podcasts going out there too, so make sure you police that as well. And I hope you will return to Raising Christian Kids podcast again and again so that we can share information that we find very important for parents and grandparents, anyone who's raising the next generation of children. And please write us, tell us if there's any topic that you would like us to cover that we can research for you. And also write us or email us at raisingchristiankids at gmail.com and let us know any prayer requests you have. We have a prayer team and we're here to pray for you confidentially. Also, I am going to start giving in the first of the year some freebies, or actually not the first of the year, I'm going to do it sooner. Next week, I'm going to offer some free materials, so I hope you will stay posted. I have some books that have been donated that are wonderful, and I want to share with you. Again, we all have to work together to raise the next generation and have a strong foundation in Christ. And I appreciate if you go to whatever way that you're listening, whatever platform you're using, and rate us and leave a comment. We greatly appreciate it. And so thank you, and God bless you, and uh, have a wonderful day day raising your child to have a strong foundation in Jesus. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. 
Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app.